I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome to Oops! The Podcast. Congratulations, we're almost there. It's almost Christmas. I'm joined by Julio Gallarotti, my co-host for every episode. Hi, Julio. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. Throwing a lot at you in that introduction. I like that. Yep. Um, How are you, my friend? Good, dude. Happy holidays. Cool stuff. You know, happy holidays. It's cool stuff indeed. Let me ask you something. (laughs) Why is it not acceptable to give your girlfriend cash for, 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 (laughs) for Christmas? Why is that not okay? Dude, that's one of the best questions that you have maybe ever asked on the podcast. Why wouldn't you be that allowed to so give cash for Christmas? Funny. I don't know. Dude, you should be able to. Just like an envelope of cash. Aww. Let's put it this way. What objections she has to getting cash from you? If, if there's anything she wants, those objections are baseless. Because you're giving her that thing. Right. Cash is a road to that thing it represents whatever she wants dude yeah there's a lot there's a lot of interesting things to examine about that question because like you said that way you just said makes absolute sense the other thing to remember any other person in your life whether you're the giver or the recipient it's an acceptable gift it is an exciting and welcomed gift. It's a great gift. What? There's nothing. Everybody I know across my life is happy to receive cash. Everyone loves their uncle who gives them a crisp hundred. Yes. Family, friends, your cleaning lady, <laughs> your doorman of your building. These people all love to receive cash. They all your do. Your bookie, whoever it Everyone is. Everyone loves cash, dude. Cash. Except your girlfriend. Except your girlfriend. I don't understand why at all. Like, I guess somehow it's like insincere and you didn't think about it. And for some reason, being in love means you need to think about gift giving or some shit. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Uh, what amount of cash would then graduate the gift from being insincere to thoughtful and generous? Here's the problem with that. What if you gave your girlfriend 10, 10, 10 grand? No, let's be reasonable. Let's say you gave your girlfriend $1,000 in cash. Right. At, is she going to be... Mad that you gave her cold, hard, insincere cash? The problem is the more the money goes up, the more like your girlfriend is likely somewhat aware of your finances. So if you start, if you graduate to a level that seems unreasonable, she's just going to get mad at you. (laughs) You don't have this. Mm -hmm. This is all your money. (laughs) Why'd you give me all your money? All right. A thousand dollars is actually an interesting amount though. Yeah. Because like... It's a lot of money, but it's not necessarily anything insane. Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot Don't of money. Don't get me wrong. It's dude. a shit ton of money. But it's not like money that, like, we should be putting this towards. It's not like towards the house what? money or the child money. All right. Or... And, and, and keep in mind, this is girlfriend talk, not wife talk. Correct. Not even wife elect talk. It's much. This is a much more. It's a much different situation when you're married. By the way, that's what my, my friend calls his fiance. He calls her his wife elect. 
which is what what Biden is right now. Right. He's not quite the president, He's but the we're bu- just waiting for the ceremony. <laughs> so his fiance great, is his dude. wife elect. That's fucking great. Yeah. The wife elect. Yeah. So okay, wait. Where were we? Because this is this is important. So you're talking about a thousand dollars. She's not going to say to you if you give her a thousand dollars. She's not going to say you should have put that towards the house. Correct. You're not. You know, it's not not ten thousand. It's a thousand. Well, it almost like she's not going to get mad at you for being irresponsible by giving her too big of a gift. Right. A thousand is actually a thousand. Act, dude. To be honest, I feel like that's the that's the right number for a cash gift. Five hundred dollar cash gift is a pretty generous cash gift. Too. It's a great cash gift, but for five hundred dollars, you can buy or like jewelry that's nice, and like jewelry is nice too because it's the price can the pricing can be ambiguous. Yeah, but think about this: jewelry is tax, right? Yeah, no. five hundred dollars of cash. She's getting that under the table. That totally makes sense, dude. But what about the what about the love tax, dude? You're not paying the love tax by giving her five hundred bucks. Okay, but you're also you're giving her. <laughs> You're giving her <laughs> love tax, dude. The fuck unmarked income, dude. I, I what know. What is the term? You're giving her money, money that she doesn't have to declare. Right. Off, the, bu- off the books. Off the books. You're paying your girlfriend as though her immigration status is pending. <laughs> <laughs> You're helping her out. Yeah, dude, that's great. You're helping her out. Really, a $500 gift to your U.S. citizen girlfriend is like a <laughs> $900 or $800 gift. Right? You're paying your girlfriend as if you despise paperwork. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're like, let's not get pen and pencil and yeah. lawyers involved in this. I don't see any reason to call H&R Block on this one. You're right, though. $500 is nice. This is the problem with it. So, first of all, if your girlfriend gives you a big cash amount, there's something like potentially emasculating about that. I don't care. Obviously, like, I'm just saying, like, that's maybe a, re- a reason potentially why a girl giving a guy a cash gift is, like, weird. But then when a guy gives a girl a cash gift, it's not thoughtful. He didn't have time to think about it. If, if my girlfriend gave me cash, I would be shocked. <laughs> that's that's right. my reaction. I'm trying to think about how that would how that would feel. She just starts feeling like your aunt. I would feel buy whatever you want, sweetie. Yeah, but I think I think as I as I continue <laughs> to marinate on it, I would start to think, wow, what an awesome gift. Yeah, yeah. I think I would say, oh, that's the coolest shit ever. Maybe, maybe that's like hot. I don't know. Maybe though. that's hot. I don't know, but dude. I'm not sure. There's something weird about it that it's like hard to put your finger one's finger on. I I understand that, but here's here's the thought I had too. Right, it's one thing if you hand your girlfriend a stack of twenties that you clearly just withdrew from the ATM at the bodega on the corner. Right, that's that reeks of desperation. That reeks of last minute, uh, not you know improvisation. You're not you're not thinking your way through the gift. You didn't plan. You just ran out that day and got her a big wad of bills, right? right? right. But let's say that instead you went to the post office or the bank and you got her a fat stack of $2 bills. (laughs) That's funny. Then there's a little bit more thought and preparation that went into it because that's a scarce denomination. Totally. I thought you were going to say like blue hunteds. Like those hundreds, crisp new. Fine. That's, yeah, I, think, I think at minimum you've got to yeah, give her you got to do the hundreds. Agreed. The $2 bill situation is funny. Can you even do that? Do they have $2 bills on they hand? They do. They'd be annoyed that you were asking for so many. 
Right, because if you, you think, think about, can you it, come back in a week? Like, yeah, we're gonna have more then. Really? No, <laughs> like, we don't have two dollar bills. I Get can't lost. come back in a week. I need this for Christmas. <laughs> this is a gift to someone I love dearly. So I, I don't know. I think pose that question to your significant other. Uh, ask them, boys and girls, if they would feel okay receiving a cash gift, and if they say no, start raising the amount. And see at what point they would be turning from, well, you were, you know, this isn't a very thoughtful gift to, wow, that's actually quite generous and thank you so much. And then at what point does it just become suspicious? Yes. It's like, are you laundering money through me? <laughs> like, what the, why, what, 20 grand? What? You don't even want to fucking go to dinner. Dude, I, think, I think a grand? brown paper bag of cash is a really nice gift. It's funny. They don't see it coming at all. The only place where cash is not a good gift is if she had asked for like sweet green credit because sweet green doesn't accept cash places <laughs> like that <laughs> i wanted salads for the month and instead you gave me the one thing that doesn't allow me to have that yeah <laughs> that's very funny mm. yeah, i guess you're right well, Chris, dude, what... what were your thoughts you had something yeah, I was just thinking, what if you did like, what if you gave them like a framed picture of you two guys, like at a trip or something, and then you gave them the money? Because that would justify the, I thought of you, but here's also yeah, but this Chris, money. Then, then That's a different situation. You've just added okay. a very thoughtful right. gift on top I wasn't going to say idea. anything, but you asked me. So I'll go fuck myself. Chris was doing that thing where he was reaching for the mic, and I was like, oh, he's got was, something to say. I was just playing with it. Ah, uh, I That's see. Well, maybe fault. stop playing with the fucking mic, Chris. <laughs> I think Chris figured, I think Chris nailed the nailed the the whatever nail on the head there. It's true. Like mm. if you're gonna give something that is potentially insincere, you balance it out with something very sincere. Yeah, and then you're good. So, dude, how do you attack? You know, obviously everybody knows about my little fucking annoying method of gift giving. No, you don't sell yourself short. That was a good method. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not annoying about. It's not like I'm telling people about that at lunch. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, dude, you got to do the S triangle, dude. Mm -hmm. That's fucking whack. <laughs> I don't know, but how how did you approach it this season, and how did it go? I don't know if you gave it to her yet. Here's or what's the here's the funny thing, right? So, invariably, we had the conversation of let's tone gifts down a bit this year oh that's which i think happens almost every single year and then you don't well and then you know one thing leads to another and there let's put it this way uh, for i'm very lucky to date somebody who is not expecting massive gifts on her christmas or for her birthday such that if i do give her a big gift she's very surprised that's nice and, and you and, give and her and nice thrilled. gifts i do it's easy for me to to do well with it though because her expectations are quite low. Right. That's great. I don't know Good what position to be in. hobo boyfriends she had in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the bar's been low, apparently. <laughs> the for boyfriend a long who's time. like, I'll cook you dinner. Yeah. Here are some <laughs> some of my old jeans. <laughs> boyfriend jeans. Boyfriend jeans. They're called boyfriend jeans. They're the hot thing right now. Sure are. These are my game-worn jeans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this year, uh, we said it again, but I think we really meant it this year of, of let's, let's not do crazy gifts because we are in the midst of this move. We, we don't know when it's happening still. The, the condo, the co-op board of the new building has not approved us yet. We're just waiting for them to convene to give us the green light. 
And we know there will be a lot of expenses associated with that move. In addition, the new place, the rent's a little higher. So I think I think Christmas tends to always be a very expensive time of year. For some totally. reason, December, yeah. historically, my credit card bills are just astronomically higher. Yeah, same. Uh, you get waxed. Which so tough. Uh, we are we we made an effort with each other to to sort of say like let's keep it lower. I've gotten her a gift. She basically knows I've gotten it for her. It's this thing. It's what she asked for. It's a techie gadget. It's nice, cool, but it was below three hundred dollars. Great. So that's where we're living. I'll write a nice card, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of let that that be it. That's great. That's great. Dude. Yeah. Nice. I think that's how I feel. How about you? Where are you at? Well, it's funny. I started this tradition. Oh boy. Um, we, what? <laughs> well, like the a, problem with traditions is that, you know, right. it, it's not always easy to keep them up. That's true. That's true. So and you might have dug yourself into a hole. Okay. So this is the deal. So obviously my girlfriend's name is Hillary. My girlfriend Hillary is Jewish. Mm. So, and th- th- that does. Oh, you've started a tradition of not giving her gifts <laughs> at all out no. of observation of her <laughs> religious preferences. No, no, actually not. And the fact that I did what I'm about to tell you about has nothing to do with the fact that she's Jewish. Okay. But she doesn't celebrate Christmas um, with her family, at least, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever, whatever. But I thought that it would be fun. And this is because we had started dating in the fall. Mm -hmm. So then, like, I put on this big thing when Christmas came around. I was like, so her name's Hillary. Like I said, we're going to do Hillica. Oh. Which is I give her gifts once a day for eight days. Oh, my God. But. Like the way Hanukkah is, from what I've heard from all the Jewish people out there, is like you get something small mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe there'll be one day of, of a bigger gift. So, for example, and I've already given her, t- uh, if I, whatever. So this is coming out a little later this episode, but I've given her two things already. Mm-hmm. For example, one of them was slippers. Oh. And then I got her wool socks. Wow. And wool socks, we always joke because she she'll wear socks to bed. Because she her feet are all cold, but she wears these like thin little fucking socks, and her feet never warm up. You know, yeah. so wool socks were twenty, Silly. you know, twenty bucks for a thing. No, that's like that's like a sensible. No, I'm saying her oh, wearing thin referring... socks. Your gift is oh, very right, smart. Right. I thought you were referring to the S. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, she knows her feet are cold. She should be wearing thicker socks. You've swept right. in right. and and provided that. So one of the gifts is big, is like a big one, kind of. And oh. I did something sneaky. Which is like, and she's going to hear this and it's going to kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit. But oh. I saw her, I'm not even going to, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But anyway, yeah. So one of the gifts is like a little bigger, but it's like really fun. And it doesn't end up being that expensive because like the one gift will be 85% of the budget. Mm-hmm. And then the other stuff's like, you know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 yeah. bucks. Like, yeah, I get it. Do you feel any sort of relief? As a result of the fact that your girlfriend is Jewish and thus you're somewhat off the hook for Christmas? No. It's, it's not. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like. Like, what do you mean? Like, on the hook would be meaning that I would need to get her more shit? No, no. Here's what I mean, Just in right? General? If you were dating a, a person who celebrated Christmas and observed right. Christmas, would you feel like you had to, of course, get a gift for that? But given that your girlfriend's Jewish, is there any part of you that says, like, even if you didn't get her anything or didn't have this tradition that you've got of Hillica? Uh, <laughs> Hearing someone else say that just would, fucked me up. Would you be able to say, you know, I didn't get you anything this year because you don't celebrate this holiday? Um, no, I don't. I like. 
maybe, but I don't, I, I like it, dude. This is like one of those situations where I'm like the girl in the relationship, like traditionally speaking, because she'll get me gifts. She just sends them to me in the mail mm. and I'll open the package and it'll be like workout clothes. It'll be like whatever. But I like wrap it up and I get her like all, you know what I mean? Like I'm the one who's like doing that. That's very sweet. Which is traditionally like the girl's mm-hmm. thing. And it's fun. You know, as everybody knows, like you get to an age where like, and I know you probably feel the same way, but like, I don't need shit. Like, I don't want anything. Oh, speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just don't feel like I need any stuff. I really could use a $500 bag of $2 bills. <laughs> That's exactly what I could use. Who couldn't? Right now. Who couldn't? <laughs> Certainly, of course, I'd like to have more money, whatever, in general. But, like, I don't need stuff. But I'm also an easy person to shop for. Mm-hmm. Like, I have very obvious interests. I love the spa. I love, like beauty products like anybody doesn't know what to get me get me fucking moisturizer i'm the happiest guy in the world Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or like i whatever so i don't give a shit i i much prefer giving gifts at this point in life than receiving them yeah i i i would say that too but i i don't mean it um (laughs) just be a lie just be a lie I will say that moving around the Christmas season definitely uh, resets my wants, my desires, and my sense of what I need, right? Because as you take inventory of all of the things in your apartment or your home that you need to move, you realize how much useless crap you have, how much stuff you need to actually jettison to bring to goodwill to try to like do the great purge that accompanies moving, right? right? And when you've done that, it's very hard for you then to say, well, actually, I need totally. two more pairs of shoes. Or you, know, you, you start thinking, well, do I really need it? It's so top of mind to be uh, sort of lean in, in your adding things to your life. Right. Is, is there any stuff that you feel that you do need right now? I think all of it would be stuff that we might need for the new apartment, right? right? right. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of those things are too expensive to ask for. So that's so that's an interesting thing. A lot of the time, it's like you. There's a range of what's like something you can actually expect to get as a Christmas gift. Yes, you know. And it is interesting how typically most of those things are not the things that you actually want. Exactly. Yeah. I can't, and I would feel weird asking my parents to contribute to yeah, a new course. piece of furniture or something, right? Because then that's almost as I would say that that's even less. Uh, there's less feeling in that. There's less sincerity in that than giving cash to your girlfriend. Totally. Asking your parents for for $500 towards an armchair. Right, right. No, for sure. You know, so, um, I don't know. But I have a, speaking of money, I have an interesting thing I want to pose to you. Great. This is something I was thinking about, right? So, my girlfriend has been playing, taking tennis, she's in tennis clinics. Yes. The tennis facility is only four blocks from our apartment, but her clinic is from 8 to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Tuesday nights or something. Yeah. And ever since we returned to New York City, we have felt and have been told that the surrounding area in our neighborhood has sort of devolved. There's been a bit more a rise in crime. If you're on that Citizen app, you see that there are stabbings happening a lot. Right, and you can just even see that there's like a lot more riffraff hanging, yeah. hanging around. Yeah, it's it's gotten a, it seems to have gotten a little uh, more dangerous, or I don't know. It feels a little very more very modestly speaking. It's not like yeah. it's suddenly become a war zone. It's like 
it's very small, right. right? It's like a small step in the wrong direction. It is. I, I think there's just a little bit more aggression from people. Uh, and, and I think that obviously when you're a 100 and whatever, 20 pound woman, it's a very different view walking down the street than for oh, a interesting. So she's not trying to do that little walk. 10 pound man like me. So the point is um, she doesn't feel that great walking to and from that tennis clinic especially walking home at 9 15 well, thank yeah. god she has a weapon at least dude well <laughs> yeah thank god. but she's using kind of one of those oversized carbon light tennis oh, yeah. rackets i just don't think it's gonna do as much compared to like a federer player's racket right 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 you know a little more stiff yeah a little heavier so i she gently asked if I wouldn't mind coming to collect her from the tennis facility. Oh, sweet. Um, and as angry as that made me, <laughs> because that time is my one hour of the week where I can sit down with the dog on the couch and watch World War II in color. Oh, how good is it, dude? It's my favorite thing. It's the best of fucking all show. time. It's, it's my one time to just be a man and watch war. <laughs> dude, the thing that's sick about it, too, and sorry, we'll get back on track in a second. It's one of the few things that I can watch really baked and it makes it better. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And it good. moves quickly enough through the history that you don't get stuck in these it's long... It's so dynamic. Yeah. It's incredible. Really spectacular. John Mulaney does a great joke about it where he says that at a certain point in life, every man is just preparing for a pop quiz on World War II. <laughs> Nobody knows when it's coming, but we all are. That's how it happens. 1943. Yeah. So I I love this, and that's really my time. But if I have to go fetch her, uh, I have to uproot myself from the couch and and my world. I don't get to watch a full episode. That sucks. And so then I pick it up. You know, it takes me three separate tennis clinics in order to get through one episode. So is she not down to watch it with you? Because I tried to get Hillary to watch it with me, and she wasn't. I was just like, she'd be texting. I can't say that. I don't know for sure. We haven't tried. But I also think that it's nice for me to have something to myself. <laughs> I don't want her coming in on my aerial bombardments of London. I don't want her coming in, you know, as as totally as Hitler's as preparing the Eastern for the, Front pushes east, the Night of the Long Knives, things yeah. like that. Yeah, like the the Reichswar, whatever it is. Um, speaking of which, by the way, quick aside, I just finished in the Garden of Beasts, which is the Eric Larson book about. Uh, the American ambassador who takes his family over to live in Berlin from like 1933 to 1937. Oh, cool. And it's the, four, you know, the years that are leading up as Hitler's rearming Germany quietly mm. before they have the full outbreak of war. Right. But like what's happening in Germany and especially as they're starting to put in these these laws, uh, these anti-Jewish laws that, that just gets so much more and more insane and like horrific. Um, and nobody's like, People keep saying like, well, that's bad, but you know, hopefully it'll get better. Right. And you're like, wake the fuck up people. I know. Wake up. I know. Um, it's a spectacular book. It's very exciting. And it's a super interesting boots on the ground. Look of what it was like for an American family to live there at that time. And, uh, I really suggest it to anyone who likes history. So in the garden of beasts, this guy also wrote a devil in the white city. I mean, he's done so many good books. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the tennis. So, uh, <laughs> why did I bring this up? Oh, my question is this. I went to go, you know, I'm, I sit down, I'm smoking my weed. I'm watching my lovely world war two in color. Eight fifty five rolls around. I have to rouse myself and, and go get her. 
And now I'm heading out into the wild of New York City, running the gauntlet of a crime-riddled street mm-hmm. up and down 8th Avenue, uh, north of 23rd Street, right? Where it starts, whatever. This The idea being we now have it in our minds that this is not a very safe area. It's probably totally fine. Um, as I am putting my coat on, I have this thought. If I'm going to get robbed on the way to get my tennis from my girlfriend from tennis, do I want to have my cell phone in my wallet in my pockets to give up? Or do I want to not have those things oh, and only bring my keys so that if someone does come to stick me up, I can sort of pull out my pockets and be like, I don't have anything on me. Right. Potentially risking like some making kind of violent aggression. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Would you rather lose the cell phone in the wallet? Would you bring one or the other? Or would you rather make sure you don't have anything on your person so that you have nothing to lose? Fuck. I'd rather just have nothing on me. Like, I'm not worried. Like, you know, someone sticking you up and then punching you in the face because you don't have anything. That obviously sucks. But, like, honestly, losing my wallet sounds worse than getting punched in the face. Would you rather lose your cell phone or your wallet? Cell phone. You'd rather lose your cell phone? Yeah. It's more expensive to replace, but it's like a monthly payment thing anyway. And like the wallet for like three hours, you're just so fucking stressed. You got to call everyone to cancel everything, reorder everything. Da da da. Are they charging my shit? Like something about it is much more stressful to me. But dude, the the cell phone is a thousand dollars. I know. I know. That is true. For me, it's definitely the wallet. Definitely the wallet. Yeah. Maybe like maybe the move is to bring your wallet and just leave your like cards at home. That's a see. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah I think that that's a, a fine answer. Because I think you're right. Like you're right ultimately because. But like, dude, getting a new license fucking sucks. Would you have what the, if it, what if it's your global entry card? Like, what if it's like all, you still have global entry? You've got your that's true, you you've got your card. number, known traveler number. That's true. And now it's a facial thing. Yeah. Fuck. That's true. So would you if you had cash in your wallet and you knew this was going to happen? Would you have the foresight to take the cash out? Mm, yeah, I mean, if I really thought, and to be honest, I, that area to me, and I'm sure there's a possibility that like, there's been a big kind of like devolution of it, but like, it doesn't seem that, like that high of a likelihood of that happening. Let's just say that it was in your mind. Okay. Maybe it's a worse neighborhood, gotcha, gotcha, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. The idea being, okay, you know, yeah, you're going out in the world. You think maybe there's a chance you're going to get robbed. I think maybe you bring twenty bucks. So like, as is a fee? As no, a, no, no. A, a troll tax? No, but but. <laughs> no, gotta but pay, you gotta pay the troll on Twenty Fourth Street. <laughs> May I pass? Uh, no, but dude, like like you said though, that way you have it's a small enough amount that they have something to run off with, and they're yeah. not like you don't have any money, and then they fucking knock you out out of uh, anger but or what, pistol whip you. What is the likelihood that they? are so angry that you don't have anything that they then decide it to en- enact like violence against you. So listen, you. it seems like there's a low likelihood, but we both thought that before we even started talking about yes. it. So it must be real. Okay. <laughs> Just because <laughs> Just we, we thought, thought it, it doesn't make it so. <laughs> but dude, how are we both thinking that? Like, is that just completely wrong? Like, because it's... here's why. If we were robbers and that happened to us, we wouldn't be like, ah, shoot. All right, I'll get you next time. 
Bye. <laughs> We'd be pissed. We've now stuck somebody up. We're putting ourselves at risk by committing a crime. We might as well get something for it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I now, guess. Now, there is a... I, I posed this question on Twitter, actually. Mm. And I got some fantastic responses. Interesting. There were some people who have thought about this a lot. Guys that worked on UPS routes in bad neighborhoods and worked at night and drove around. And apparently, they would carry two wallets. Whoa. One was their real wallet, and one was what they, what they called a drop wallet. Whoa. And the drop wallet, they would populate with fake credit cards that you'd get from banks in the mail, but you'd never activate. They'd have kind of all kinds of weird shit, maybe loyalty cards that have no stamps Whoa. in them for coffee stores. Whoa, stuff like that that's crazy. and they would just give that up and be like oh no you got me <laughs> the guy would run off and that's try to brilliant dude purchase that's a good a one toy at toys r us only to realize that the credit card only to realize that toys r us is no longer still had even a sticker on it yeah whatever <laughs> that's crazy so, i think that's a really good idea crazy. yeah but like, i don't have the need to carry two wallets i don't think that that's dude like i'm tr i'm trying to think of places where i didn't feel safe and there's only a couple that come to mind. One of them is New Orleans. Really? Yeah. Like, New Orleans is, like, dodgy. And it's the type of dodgy where, like, the street you're on is safe, but the street next to you isn't. Mm. And it's not as much of, like, a neighborhood thing. And I could be wrong about this. But so that's a place where I straight up, would, like, I would like to do something like that. I don't know what the current state of it is, but the last time I was there, it felt, like, super sketchy. And then, like, Brazil felt scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, man, I, I feel like for the most part, I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. And granted, it's not that bad until something happens to you, but right. I don't know. Right. The two wallets is interesting. I think the two wallets is a really interesting thing. Any other good ones? Answers on Twitter? Yeah. I think that was the one that a couple people mentioned where I thought, enough people said it where I thought, oh, that this is like a, a tried and true method. Burner wallet. Yeah, burner wallet. Exactly. A decoy wallet. You just have like Chuck E. Cheese cash in it. The guy pulls it out. There's just a mouse in the middle. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the world's lowest stakes. Ocean's Eleven scene. <laughs> no! Foiled again. Um, Very clever. Cool. I bet when people like, bring a gun. Yeah, they, people did say I'm that. sure, yeah. For sure, they said that. I just don't understand. Like, I'd much rather get my shit stolen than have to shoot someone. Like, I don't want to, like, shooting someone sounds terrible. Dude. Is there ever a scenario where, depending on where you live, you might consider carrying mace or, bear, you know, pepper spray or, or some kind of concealed knife? Like, not, like, not, no, so far, no. Let's I mean, say I'm... that you had to move to that street in New Orleans and people in, who live there said to you, heads up, you should get some kind of thing with which to defend yourself. What would you get? Are you starting with gun? No. Are you starting with pepper spray? Or are you going full on like welcome? I welcome the fight. I'm getting brass knuckles. Here's the here's the thing, dude. Pepper spray to me seems like such a like like weak ass thing you, to be. You almost out. need a handbag in which to carry it. Literally. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, oh my god, shh. Like that just seems like I'd feel self conscious carrying around pepper spray mm -hmm. as a man. But granted, like, what the fuck am I gonna do with a knife, dude? If I pulled a knife out, I was like, "Yeah, do you know how to fight with a knife?" No, fuck no. Like I just like, yeah, you know, like in this, I don't know, dude. So I don't, I don't actually know. I don't. I would probably just like move. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah. Um, 
You know, I think it's a good question. I think I think one of those extending little nightsticks isn't bad. <laughs> yeah, one of those batons, a, like a little club. You got to, you know, something because you're not going to carry a baseball bat, right? But a baseball bat would be a good thing to have. Um, I'm not a knife guy either because all of a sudden, if you have a knife, you're then putting yourself into the situation of anytime I defend myself, I'm potentially killing the person. Yeah, and also, right. dude, the idea of piercing flesh with a knife yeah. is just the most unpleasant thing. Right. Shooting someone sounds better than stabbing them to me. Hmm. Like, I'd rather shoot someone than stab them. If they're like, you have to shoot me or stab me, I'd choose the gun. Yeah, stabbing. I don't want to do either, but, you know. Uh, yeah, so so <laughs> knife and gun are probably out for me. I don't think brass knuckles, I, I don't think I know how to punch someone well enough to, to be able to do that. Uh, so I think one of those little extendo knives, but I, 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 or excuse me, clubs, but I also don't have any problem with, with bear spray or pepper spray. I don't have a problem with that. Right. That doesn't feel emasculating to me. Yeah. But dude, you're a big dude Like you could fight someone. Why do I want to dude, though? You, of course I, you don't want to, but like if you're in like a self-defense situation, if a guy pulls a gun on you, what are you going to fucking be Clint Eastwood and pull another one? Like no. having a gun, if someone else has a gun, does someone has a gun, I'm giving up. You're you fucked know, no matter I'm what. I'm not pulling out my bear spray. It's not. It's not some weird game of rocks, paper, scissors. Like dun, dun, pepper dun, spray dun, dun, beats dun, dun, gun. Dun. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's not that. It's not how it works. <laughs> it weird doesn't. game of rock paper scissors. Nothing scissor. beats gun. Is really the answer. <laughs> Knife, bear spray, gun, shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's like that doesn't work that way. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast. Fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now all right here's something i was thinking about the other day um i remember i, I read a lot of books on on war uh i love the u.s military i like reading about it i just think that they're I, I can't do that they're so cool yeah. you know plus my my stepbrothers excuse me my was it brother-in-law brother -in is in the army so I, I like to get to know more about him Love it. um but i've read that a lot of marine corps people at least from a certain time who enlisted did so because the marine corps has such a good television marketing department interesting those ads i mean you can remember them there's a pretty famous one where there's a Marine Corps guy who's like fighting a dragon on a bridge <laughs> and he sick. stabs him with a sword and then it like <laughs> swirls around and it's like the few, the proud, the Marines. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's wearing his like dress blues. Oh, that's sick. Um, and apparently, cause I remember seeing that ad for a while and it didn't really, I, I didn't think like, Oh shit, I got to join the Marine Corps. But apparently a lot of people saw that ad and had that thought. That's interesting. I think this this was according to a book I read. It might have been Generation Kill, uh, which HBO turned into a miniseries, which was actually quite good. Um, but anyway, I wonder if... Do you think that there are a lot of doctors out there who initially decided that they wanted to become doctors by watching shows like Grey's Anatomy, ER, you know, Private Practice, any of those like million 
medical shows, dramas? Maybe. The only thing I wonder about that, though, is like those shows are not like their demographic isn't really teenagers. So I, I have trouble believing that someone's watching Noah Wiley on fucking ER and they're like, oh, my God, I want to be a doctor. OK, but that idea could be planted by watching that show at a young age and then it could incubate as a result right. like of a thing that's, seeing the show. So like an unconscious kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's interesting. It's different than what you're saying, though, because like the purpose of those commer- the Marines commercials, I, I know that this led you to that thought, but like mm-hmm. the purpose of those commercials is to appeal to people, right? Yeah. I would also argue that the Marines just has like an allure and maybe it's all from branding, but like the reputation of the Marines is like, it's selective. The training process is harder. Like anybody can join the army. The Marines is different. Like the Marines has that, like you said, the few, the proud, and maybe that's all branding, you know? No, um, I, I think there's, I mean, I've heard from people in the military that the Marine Corps is kind of a different, its own shit, different right? speed. Yeah. yeah. So same, same. And dude, like, but like you said, like I, I, I guarantee you, there are people who saw dope war movies where people were heroes and they're like, I want to fucking join the army. Yeah. This is sick. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But dude, this is funny. Do you know Tom McCaffrey, the comedian? Yeah. He has a really funny joke about this. He's like, dude, he goes, he's like the Marine commercial. He's like, that doesn't make me want to join the Marines. He's like the few, the proud. He's like, that just says to me, like, there's like barely any of you. Now go, <laughs> <laughs> now go fight those, that army. He's like, he's like, what's their, what are their rejections? Their rejected slogans. Like the Marines, it's just going to be you and this guy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> when the odds are totally against you. Right? Exactly. You're a Marine. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you'd rather join the branch of the military. That's like the army. The most people we on earth, you know, like, they, yeah, exactly. we've got a lot of guys. Yeah, there's a lot know? of guys here, dude. Oh, the reinforcements awesome. are here. <laughs> um, but that's... I wonder about that. I wonder about the process of like getting sucked into that. Not getting sucked in, but like, how do you, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. Like, how do you be like, oh, I want to do that. And I imagine there's tons of different factors. And a lot of them are like practical things. Do, have I told you that, okay, do you remember when we had uh, our buddy Matt Pavich on the pod? I do. And he talked about being bipolar. Yes. And how people who knew him well could spot signs that he was having a bipolar yes, episode. Of course. You mentioned that one yeah. of them was that he starts to go play pickup basketball wearing <laughs> normal like, dress shirts and jeans. At like Rucker Park. At, at really <laughs> difficult courts in New York City. Yeah. Um and, or also that he like decides to become a rapper. He wears hats and jewelry as well. Yeah, there are just these telltale signs. So, um, for me, you know, we've talked about some of the mental issues that I've had in my life, crises of the moment there, like, you know, I've had, I've, whatever, have had so many midlife crises that have a couple times resulted in me researching how to join the military. Interesting. Me looking up the paperwork that I needed to fill out and the physical requirements to join the Navy versus the Marine Corps versus the army to potentially have a road towards special forces, whatever it would be. Those are signs that I'm not doing that well. And that's (laughs) no, that's nothing against the, the U S military. Of course. It's just, that's like when I'm like, I, I can't figure out what to do. I give up on what I'm doing. I'm going to join. I I need to do something that where I am told what to do for four years. 
I need to do something where I don't have a choice. Right. So I can't languish in this uncertainty that I that I'm struggling with right now. I need to be in a place where like I'm sleeping in a cot. I have a curfew. I have a mandatory wake up time, and and nothing is chosen. I can't. I don't have to worry. I don't have to puzzle over choice. Right. I'm right. being sent off to Afghanistan. I mean, I'm on a ship for six months. Whatever it right, may be. Right. Right. There's something bigger than you. Therefore, you don't have to make up. Your I mind. need to have choice taken out of my hands. Right. That's I can't be trusted to to make my own choices right now. Um, and I've done that before. I've done that many times. Crazy, dude. It's I'm like, crazy. I'm like, I guess I need to join the Navy today. <laughs> One time I was in LA and I actually walked into a, an army rangers no recruitment way. center. That's crazy. Started asking them questions. The crazy part was, uh, I walked in and there were a couple, it was like in a sort of a mall, one of those malls and outdoor malls in LA. And was there like a kiosk? Like kind of like the Rosetta Stone stand. Yeah, they, they they had all kinds of stuff. They had outdoor escalators. You know, it's one of those malls. <laughs> right, right. Those um, are so sick. Yeah, and I the they had they had like multiple enlistment centers for different branches of the military at this mall, and I went into the, I guess it maybe it was the Marine Corps one, and I walked in and there were a bunch of like really young guys hanging out. Yeah, clearly guys that were in. Yeah the Marine Corps and they looked at me and I was like, Hey, I'm thinking of joining the Marine Corps. <laughs> and they looked at me and they were like, immediately they both, they, someone said, have you, are you in college? Have you gone to college? And I said, yeah, I am. And they go, all right, you need to go to the officer. candidates oh, wow. Enlistment. Crazy. Place. You need to go to OCS. Meaning, they looked at me like I like what are you what the fuck are you doing here? Right. They like, sized me up and they were like, clearly you're not this isn't where you should be. Right. You're not like an eighteen year old kid who is not gonna go to college. Yeah. Right. And it was as if they like it felt a little bit like there was some profiling disdain. Oh, really? They're yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're not you, one of us, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, that's I really go to the felt officer. That way. That's crazy. Yeah. So by the time I walked out of there. I did not walk over to the officer candidate you thing your mind. because I was like, man, these guys that I'm going to be leading don't like me already. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes me anywhere. But they can't even listen to me when I walk into the, the sign up place. So How funny. am I going to lead them into battle? <laughs> Dude, fun fact for our listeners. The Marines are the, are part of the Navy. That's right. The Naval infantry. There's so it's something like that, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. It's 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 connect. It's technically under the umbrella of the Navy. Fascinating. A lot of interesting Navy Army acronyms. Fucking crazy. It's such yeah. an interesting topic. It Thanks for bringing is. it up. Very good stuff. Well, listen. We'll cut it short there. Uh, we'll keep it. We'll keep it tight today. Um, happy holidays. Happy everyone. holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever you celebrate. Uh, we'll be back again on uh, on Thursday for another episode and uh, enjoy your time with family everybody <laughs>